Everybody, it's Becca Hayes. Welcome to the Becca Hayes Show. I have a very special guest with me today, Miss Mac. Hey, hey, <laughs> what's up, girl? <laughs> what's up? By the way, I like your style. Thank you. What, what sweater are we wearing today? So this is um, actually a buddy's brand. It's called Inspire Empire, mm-hmm. um, located here in Utah. Oh, yeah, so he's got right. a, a great gym apparel line, and I'm actually piggybacking. We are coming out with uh, Patriot Patriot Empire. Yeah, we're launching Ooh. that this weekend. Really? Yeah. And yeah. it's a clothing line? Yep. Mm-hmm. So he normally specializes is in gym gear. Mm-hmm. We're going to do crop hoodies, chick. Yeah, definitely for, the, for girls. Yeah. yeah. We have a, a couple things coming out. So basically guns, flags. Nice. America. America. <laughs> I yeah. love it. Yeah, That's it'll awesome. be awesome. Yeah. And where can people, so you're launching it this weekend. So this, this comes out. This is going to be a week from now. So where can people go to purchase these items? So it'll be um, patriot slash empire.com. Awesome. Yeah. Great gear. That's cool. Very. And we do everything here local in Utah. I make the shirts myself. We do all of our, our yeah. Get hot, it, girl. Hot press. He all does right. it all. So yeah, yeah. Keep your eyes out for that. It'll be good. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. Way cool. Big things. <laughs> so Mac and I met... Gosh, what what was it a month ago? Over a month ago? I don't know. Yeah, even... I've been gone for a month. Yeah, you've been busy, yeah. girl. Mm-hmm. You've been like traveling everywhere. Yeah. Um, so Mac and I met um at um, Essential. Yes. Yeah. Eric Musos was uh showing the film Not Essential, which he I think he helped make it. Yeah. Yeah, he helped make it, produce it, and start in it. And that was down in Price, Utah. And afterwards that that's the time for everybody that follows me on Instagram and Facebook, um, I recorded a, a bit of my speech. That was that time where I met Mac. Mm-hmm. So we met and you were, and we obviously hit it off. Yeah. We're like, yeah, we're both patriots. Let's do this. We need a podcast together. Yeah. Watching you, you talk, I totally teared up. Did you really? Yeah. I don't, I don't have courage to speak in, in public events just because nursing school trauma oh I bet yeah I just yeah. I, I do terrible in front of you know large crowds but hearing you you were like everything that I feel mm-hmm. um so I was like damn you know it's it's nice to find other women mm-hmm. with the same you know we're outspoken we don't care mm-hmm. I think I think in Utah essentially we're lacking that Oh, so yeah. it was awesome to see. I was like, oh, I have to say hi to her. I have to like connect. <laughs> I was like talking to Eric. I was like, I got to say hi. So, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, I'm, so, I'm so glad you did. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, you know, I think that's the only way that we're going to make a difference is oh, yeah. grouping up with like minds and talking. Not being, not being afraid to speak our truth. Yeah. You have to. No. What you do you, can't. What do you especially stand for? now you can't. Yeah, I mean, I've received a lot of flack uh, on a <laughs> social media. I'm actually on my fifth Facebook account. Um, I noticed your Instagram. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, they nuked me. Yeah, they bombed my my. I have a. <laughs> I literally got back on Instagram when I was in New York, uh-huh. and uh, I had it for you know four months, and mm-hmm. I posted something about the weekend's performance. How like satanic? satanic yeah, to the max. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? So I I, I actually posted his performance and I'm like if you can't see the satanic 
message behind this. Woke up the next morning, couldn't even access my page. Yeah. It's gone. I've been shadow banned a few times, oh, but not nothing yeah. extreme like you though. Yeah. Second Instagram, you know, I went from having kind of a large following on there. Just, I don't really care too much about social media. Mm -hmm. As I say, I'm on my fifth account. <laughs> Little contradicting well, there, but, but uh, you're trying to get the word out. Yeah, yeah. You're Facebook, doing everything you can. I think Facebook was the one that hurt me because you know we have our we have our accounts, right? And and mm -hmm. I think we rely too much on tech mm -hmm. because I had you know pictures from ten plus years of family and growing up, and I did a, a live video. Um, basically, I had people ask me about COVID, mm -hmm. and I I did like a kind of a Q and A. And this was my main account, 10 years old. And I had a lot of people, you know, asking questions and I was very vocal about what happened. Wake up the next morning, gone. Mm -hmm. Literally not even a warning. It just said, your account's been disabled. Yeah, we're censoring you. We yeah. don't want you to speak out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, so these messed motherfuckers. Up. So yeah. now I'm on my fifth <laughs> account. I literally had to God. have a friend make a Google number. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> Dude, they tracked my IP. Oh I'm like, I'm for sure the feds are like on my IP. That's but so funny. No, my friend had to make like a Google phone number. It's like stalking your ex-boyfriend. Yeah, I'm like the master <laughs> PI. Like, don't even mess with me because I guarantee I'm going to find out right? everything. We got, we all got secret accounts. You can't hide anything from us. Yeah. <laughs> We're the psycho ex-girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. I totally, I, people, people accuse me of being like a Russian bot on social media. I was like, no, I'm not a Russian bot. I just get nuked. Yeah. So, you know, no pictures, mm -hmm. none mm -hmm. of that. Yeah. But what, you That's... know, whatever I have to do to spread the truth. Yeah. You're not giving up. No. You're not a quitter. No. That's no. awesome. No, no, and no, that's no. obviously why you and I connected because we're both not quitters. Yeah. So, yeah. First of all, tell everybody what you do for work. What's your profession? And then I want to get in the background of like you. So I'm not even, you know, I used to be so proud. Isn't that sad? Yeah. Um, I became a licensed nurse in November of 2019. So I'm fresh. Mm -hmm. And 2019, so I, I've, I started off in Utah working for St. Mark's in their psych unit. Um, you know, I loved it. I, I That was my jam. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I just felt like I connected with these individuals on another level. And um, I, you know, COVID came around. And of January, we were kind of getting little hints as to, you know, this might be potentially hitting our, our facilities. You know, at this time I was then working for, I'm an agency nurse. So mm -hmm. essentially what I do is I go into buildings that don't have staff and then I staff them. Okay. So, so nursing shortages, we all know it's, it's countrywide. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm an agency nurse. I walk in, I help out, you know, I may never go back to that building, but essentially in Utah you do because it's small. Yeah. So um, around January is when we kind of started hearing about, hearing about COVID. It wasn't anything major. We weren't, you know, nobody was required to wear masks. That was never a thing. Never a thing on the floor. It was actually, you know, the thing I find ironic about wearing masks now is that prior to COVID, if you wore a mask, it was kind of considered to be disrespectful. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of places didn't want you wearing a mask. Say, say I was doing a wound treatment on somebody mm -hmm. and I wanted to wear a mask, whether it would be the smell or anything like that, it was actually frowned upon because it made the, the patient feel uncomfortable. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, this was, I, I was brand new. Um, and then I think it was in February that it was kind of picking up and then we had those earthquakes. Oh, I remember well, those. I, I think was it was in, like March. Yeah. 
that that was a big earthquake for Utah. I was working. Me I too. was in a patient's yeah. room and you know the the earthquake hit and it was so weird. It was like right then and there I was like, "All right, something's not something's weird. Like okay. vibe is weird, right?" Uh-huh. And then about a week later, COVID really hit. Yeah. That was like mid-March. Mm-hmm. And you know, we nobody knew what we were doing. Nobody. Do you wear a mask? Do you not wear a mask? You know, cuz it was so foreign. Um and then, you know, I was here in Utah. I was I was doing my day-to-day stuff, working agency, you know, positions. And then me and my girlfriend that I worked with on a regular, we got a we got approached by a recruiter out of Nevada and he was contracted through FEMA. Mm, so FEMA. FEMA. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> so oh. So we get presented with this crazy contract, right? Fly out to New York. It's eight weeks, seven to ten thousand dollars a week. Wow, that's a lot of money. Who says no to that? I mean, could you mind if I ask? Like, what's yeah. your regular pay? What? So a nurse starting out like you, what? In, what's in, the average? I mean, in Utah. Yeah, just yeah. yeah. It's not that much though. Not no. Utah, well, right? Coming from coming from Northern California, where nurses make amazing money. Yeah. And I I actually went to nursing school in Los Angeles. Mm. So I was I as soon as I graduated, I moved to Utah, mm-hmm. and I I remember getting approached for jobs or applying for jobs even at the university or at St. Mark's, and I'm like, how do people live? <laughs> how, but how do they do it's it? So true. And they have like four kids, and it's, I'm like, yo, it's me and my dog. I mean, I can't, right? I can't even pay the, the yeah. medical, um, everything in Utah, any, any medical is so much cheaper yeah. than any other state. I was, I was a diagnostic medical sonographer. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I, um, was thinking about applying cause I, I graduated, but I didn't end up really working cause I was like eight months pregnant when I graduated. So I had the baby and then the stay at home mom. And so I right. just kind of let that die. Um, but I remember looking and I'm like, we are like, we pay our medical staff, like nothing mm-hmm. compared to everywhere else. Yeah. So I totally feel you. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it bummed me out. And that's why I went agency because agency mm-hmm. will pay you $10 more an hour. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Cause you're floating. Yeah. You never know what you're going to walk into. But for me, I'm like, screw it. I'm going to go make the money. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, I'm not going to, I didn't go through school to be broke. <laughs> yeah. I'm, so in nursing school is like how long? Like um, average? I did two years, two years. Yeah. And then prior your prereqs prior to that. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, you know, and time it is. And I, you know, they talk of all this money you're going to make during school Mm. and and your freedom. And then you move to Utah (laughs) and you're like, uh, (laughs) so anyway, we get me and my girlfriend. um, She's actually still on the road traveling. She has not stopped. Wow. Yeah, she's. Yeah. Um, We get approached by a recruiter and he's like, hey, you know, I need 400 nurses next week in New York. And this is the time where you know, you got a tickle in your throat and you're like, holy shit, I'm dying because they hyped it up that way. You know, you were so scared that you were going to get it. You were so worried. Mm -hmm. I mean, we didn't know if, if our patients had it or if we were going to bring it in. So I remember like days sitting on my floor after work and I'm like, oh my God, I have COVID, you know, but Mm -hmm. at that point it was anxiety. The mainstream media hyped it up, made it sound like it, it was... 100%. 100%. And this, a is plague. The, this is the days that I would wake up in the morning before my shift and and watch the news. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm obviously, I'm, I'm a Republican, I'm a conservative, mm-hmm. and I leaned more towards Fox. And I'm, you know, but even then, I I, I really thought, you it know, had your best interest. if I go home, am I going to kill my family? Like, mm-hmm. it, it, it warped on me to the point mm-hmm. where I'm like, any symptom that I had, it wasn't COVID, it was anxiety. 
Mm-hmm. So her and I looked at each other. We're like, let's do it. What do we, you know, let's go experience it's it. It's like triple your pay, quadruple your pay. I think for me, I mean, obviously the money was ideal, mm-hmm. but for me, I was like, what an experience. Yeah. I can look back, you know, if, if the day comes that I have children and I'm like, you guys, I did this, you know, I went into the beast and, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I can, I can say that I contributed to this pandemic because at that time I really believed in it. Yeah. I was dead set. I'm like, wow, this is insane. Frontline worker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and not to mention it's around you every day, all day, even in the workplace, I was living it. So we decided to go. I remember flying into New York and it was her and I, the only two people on the flight. Wow. Yeah. Talk about a surreal experience. This, was this in, so end of March? Is this when you flew This was into- first week of April. Okay. Yeah. First week of April, we, we went out, it was her and I on the plane it, it was just such a surreal feeling. We were like, what did we get ourselves into? Mm-hmm. We fly into JFK, nobody's in the airport. Mm. Like, and I'm I'm used to seeing JFK on movies, right? You know, shoulder to shoulder, packed. Her and I are walking around like, what did we just do? You know, it reminds me of the movie, um, is it called Legend with Will Smith? I am Legend. I am Legend. Ooh, girl. Creepy as fuck. Give us a year, we'll be there. <laughs> oh, gosh. I know. I'm like, we're not far from it. Yeah. Like, everybody gets vaccinated. We're all turning into these you zombie know, eating actually, freaks. I think they time, they, the time of the movie is 2021. It is. Yeah. Talk about freaking. Call me a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. But, oh, no. you know, but anyway, so we go in and we're like, all right, let's do this. And we, we you know, we check into our hotel and. We're just two Utah chicks, just naive to the world. Mm-hmm. She, We end up getting separated. Um, she ends up going to Elmhurst, which was the main hospital on the news. Like in Queens, packed. You know, she goes there and I get put into basically a pop-up hospital. Okay. Um, I was stationed in Roosevelt Island where basically they, they actually filmed the exorcist there. Oh, gosh. The original exorcist was filmed in this building. <laughs> yeah. I was like, fuck me. So, <laughs> I'm so comforted right now. Yeah. I was like, cool, you know, oh whatever. Gosh. So we, we actually had a week to kill before we, you know, pandemic, but we had a week to kill. Mm, okay. so this was my first, like, we're here, yeah. but there's no work. Mm. That's when I was like, hmm, interesting. That's interesting. So we were um, go-getters. We're like, let's find the money. So yeah. we go through a local agency. They send us to New Jersey. We walk into this building and it was an assisted living. Her and I walk in and it's dead. Like there's no staff anywhere. Mm. And this lady greets us and she's like, oh my gosh, we're so thankful you're here. I was like, where's your staff? They're like, oh, they, they, they died. And I'm like, what? "What?" (laughs) Yeah, I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, they either die. We had like three nurses die. And then most of our staff has COVID. So they're not coming back. And I'm like, okay. Well, that's a little different than saying everybody died yeah. opposed to we but, had three that But remember, away. this is like the hype. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's chaotic. It's, it's People are out of their mind. Out of, yeah. Scared. I, yeah. That's yeah. exactly what I can put it as, right? Yeah. And we walk up onto this floor and I'm like, what the fuck did we do? Like, we worked two shifts there. We worked 17 hour shifts and we ran it. You know, we, we did what we could with the supplies, you know, that we had or whatever and and then her and I look at it and I'm like, is this what it's like? Like, is this it? Like, this is all the hype? Yeah. 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 This. Uh, okay. All right. Well, so we did that for about a week. We finally get, um, oh, and not to mention in that facility, they hadn't tested every resident, right? Mm. So they were getting tests in, but it was taking five to six days for results. So 
you so say we're laying in this room of three beds. Mm-hmm. I have COVID. Mm-hmm. My neighbor doesn't, mm-hmm. but the one next to him does. Mm. But they're not moving these people out of the room. They're just keeping them all they're together. They're keeping them all in the room. Wow. Okay. But their their way of justifying it was the curtain. The curtain was the biggest thing that I heard the entire time I was over on the East Coast. The curtain. Just pull the curtain. <laughs> wow. And I, and I remember okay. looking at my girlfriend and me and her are literally wearing an N95, a surgical over our face, goggles, and a shield. Oh my gosh. Along with a gown. But yet you want me to tell these people who are frantic because think about it. These old people are watching the news. Well, and you come in yeah. geared up. Mm-hmm. I, I would be scared out of my mind yeah. looking at you. Right. Being like, why the fuck is Joe and Mary right next <laughs> to me? And there's a sheet yeah. separating us. Yeah. Where's the logic yeah. in this? Right. And and I think that's where, you know, obviously in nursing school, they teach you to be critical thinkers. Mm-hmm. And that has gone out the window from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Because that seems to be a, a very rare quality now in, in our day and age. But I remember, you know, looking at this admin and I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. Like, I'm, I'm supposed to tell this person in a bed who's with it, who's watching CNN. And, you know, when they have a little death toll ticker. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, another uh, one just died. Two yeah. seconds later. Oh, there goes another one yeah. just dying like flies. Yeah. So you have these people that are laying there. Right. And And that's all they're doing is they're watching the news and they're. They're fixated on this, you know, family can't visit, you know, they haven't seen anyone from the outside, can't open their window for fresh air. It's me and this patient. And I remember trying to have to explain that to them, that although I know your, you know, your roommate is positive, we don't have anywhere to put you. Because nobody knew what the hell they were doing, Mm -hmm. which I understand. I understand it's a pandemic, but it's pretty common sense. If I have Joe and, and Jeff positive let's move jerry out of the middle exactly it's a common sense like you don't have to go to nursing school to understand that no but but again nobody nobody would bring that up because i think that'd be questioning administration Mm -hmm. and it it got to the point where me and my friend who were outspoken we started questioning administration and we were invited not to come back Mm. we did three shifts and then we start we you know we knew they didn't have staff so we're like okay let's keep picking up it's good money outrageous 110 dollars an hour what yeah yeah wow so we're like okay let's pick up and then they're like no they actually don't need anyone we knew that was a lie because we said stop Mm -hmm. what you're doing is wrong we you know we have aids over here cna's aids Mm -hmm taking our vitals but what they're doing is they're basically slapping the same vital equipment on a positive patient and then they're going to a negative patient Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. again it doesn't take a scientist to understand that we're we're cross-contaminating patients at this point yeah so we did that and then you know it was i think we did three or four shifts whatever and then we were asked not to come back fine you know our 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 assignment was starting in new york Mm -hmm. and um I think at this time they FEMA had sent out two hundred thousand nurses to New York. Yeah, but mind you, a lot of us were sitting in the hotels waiting. So what was what's the point of this? Is this just to sh- to for mainstream media to say that there's been two hundred thousand nurses sent to New York and they're all being busy? So I question that because when I finally got my assignment, I um, I think there was probably. So I worked day shift and there was, there had to have been at least 500 nurses where I was at on day shift. 
So the problem was, is that in New York, they're a union. So nurses there were given the, the, the opportunity to not work for a full month. Mm. New York was like, hey, there's COVID pandemic, take a month off. Wow. Well, no wonder they needed nurses to yeah. go to New York. So let's be transparent. Let's be honest. New York had a, had a staffing shortage because the nurses in New York who were union, they said, no, we're not going to work. So, because the mainstream media made it sound like all the staff is dying. Yes. We need more reinforcements. Send them in. Yes. That's what, it, how, what everybody saw on the mainstream media. Right, right. Or there's so many people dying. We need thousands of nurses yeah. to get in there. and, and They're and, showing yeah. body bags going out in New York. I remember the trailers. York. Do you remember that? The, the white trailers. And it was Elmhurst that they were showing that out. The white um, refrigerated trailers. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I walked right next to those. So are those all yeah. COVID patients? Um, no. Cause I mean, to, to, <laughs> we, I mean, that, I'm going to get into that, but it, like, damn, I mean, I think that's going to be really hard for people to hear mm-hmm. from somebody that I've had so many conversations with the nurses that worked in that specific hospital that they continuously put on CNN. I remember it being Elmhurst hospital and my friend worked every shift in that hospital. So there I was picking her up every day. Mm-hmm. I was standing outside when they were doing their cheer and their clap, which was awesome. That was totally rad. You know, it was awesome that nurses got appreciation. But she'd come out. She's like, she'd literally wave her hand. She's like, get me the fuck out of this place. Wow. And I'm like, what? You know, what happened? And she'd look at me in the car. You know, I'd be driving and she'd collapse just crying. And I'm like, what? What is wrong? And she's like, they're killing people. And I'm like, okay, we can go home whenever you want. Mm -hmm. Like, We don't have to stick this out. Let's just go. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, I'm here to help. I'm here to help. Because we had the same heart. We were yeah. very much, you know, like we're here to help. We're here to, you're you patriots. Know. Yeah, we're here. You're to, committed. Yeah, we're here to make a difference. Let's make a, di- you know, let's make a difference. Mm-hmm. But it's extremely hard when you're seeing everything go on around you. And like, you know, as I mentioned to you previously, you know, this whole like, oh, you know, mixing the positive with the negative. That was a huge thing in my facility because I questioned it. I remember standing arms out and saying, what are we doing? Why are we bringing in people from the outside? who are positive, you're bringing them onto my floor and I have no positive patients. Mm -hmm. You're making people sick. Mm -hmm. You are purposely killing. And I worked with a a geriatric population. So most of my patients are in, you know, 60s to 90s. So they have compromised immune systems already. Automatically, but not even that. They have age against them. Mm -hmm. So you're telling me that you're going to bring in some negative people because your, your hospitals are overflowing. So let's bring them here. Let's house them here. And what, and kill kill the, the people that don't even have a chance? Yeah. Because they're bed bound? Mm. But it's fine because we have a sign on the outside of the door that says we're taking every precaution we have and mm. we're going to pull that curtain because, you know, you can't get COVID through a curtain. Yeah. No logic. No, absolutely not. And that was when I, I finally, I got vocal. I remember going on Facebook and I was just like, this shit is not real. Do, do I think COVID's real? I, I want to establish that because I do get beat up for that. Do I think COVID is a virus? I do. Do I think it's more than the flu? No. Well, and, you know, just bringing up the flu, it's like, I, I haven't heard anything about the flu. It's like the yeah. flu has vanished. So do you think that this just might be another name for the flu? I mean. Like what? what? I mean, what happened to the flu? Is it cured now? COVID cured the flu. Okay. <laughs> Because the flu kills people. The flu <laughs> kills where, elderly where, people. Where are the deaths? And I find it ironic that the CDC flat out admitted we're not reporting flu statistics this year. 
Oh, that's strange. And it's right in your face. Yeah. It's like, okay, so if the flu's gone, but COVID's here, where's the flu? But people don't want to put any effort into thinking, oh, the government doesn't like me. Yeah. And that was hard for me. I remember being in, in, the, in Manhattan and it was really fucking hard to be like, wow, the government doesn't care if I live or die. Mm-hmm. They don't care if nurses live or die, doctors, or even a citizen. Mm-hmm. They don't care at the end of the day. And what I found to be is that the incentives behind a COVID-related debt, that's where I started investigating. I started talking to people. All has to go back to money. Yeah. And yeah. If, if you think about it, the New York health system, they're broke. They are broke. They have the dirtiest hospitals. And I can say that because I worked in them. Mm-hmm. Roaches. It was disgusting. It was unlivable situations. I I remember telling my travel partner, I was like, I want to take these people out of there. I want to pull them out. I'll take them home. This is right. This is not right. This is inhumane. And now let's top it off with adding sick people into the room. And I remember the, you know, I had a patient test positive in a room before and I was like, Hey, let's get them out right now. They made that person stay in that room for three more days. What are we doing? There was no urgency to move them because they had no COVID unit set up. Uh, COVID's been going on for five months and you don't have a unit. mm -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, there was just too many things that bothered me. And going back to your friend, how she came out crying and she's just like, they're killing people. What does she mean by that? What what did she see that she told you? So this is where we can talk about FEMA, right? Okay, yeah. Just can you tell people what FEMA is? People that don't. I actually don't know the abbreviation for FEMA. This is how much I don't care about them. I, I mean, people um, have just kind of, I guess, a background of FEMA. Like what? So what is it? So FEMA is an actual government organization, and I'm actually going to Google it. You're fine. Like yeah, take FEMA, your time, girl. You know, FEMA is is what they send out. You know, whenever there's a natural disaster. Okay, let's see. Oh, Federal Emergency Management Agency. The federal agency responsible for leading the nation's efforts to prepare for and protect and mitigate against respond to natural disasters or man-made incidents. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So, you know, FEMA is, is, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, so FEMA has a staffing company called Crucial Staffing. And I didn't get on with Crucial right away to go to New York because I, I actually wasn't following their social media page. But I, I worked with mostly Crucial staffing nurses. They basically made up all of the staff in New York during this time. And um, they their nurses are getting paid $10,000 a week. Wait, come again? Yeah. Wait, <laughs> hang on. Did I miss something? Who's getting paid $10,000 a week? These nurses. These nurses were paid $10,000 a week. And some had already been there for four weeks by the time I got there. Because they started deploying out to New York, I think, early March. Mm. Just to prepare, right? Mm-hmm. Weird how we're, you know, yeah, predicting. Uh-huh. Um, so anyway, so, yeah. So most of the nurses that I worked with on that floor, it was me and like four other people with my agency. And the rest were all crucial nurses. And I remember like, wow, for 10 grand, like. You keep your mouth shut, maybe. Absolutely. I mean, who's, right? willing, who's willing to give that up? If they're like, hey, you know, something's not, something's not working right, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm getting t- paid $10,000. I got like some kids to feed, yeah. you know, I, I probably should just, just mind my own business and do absolutely. what I'm told. Absolutely. Yeah. And and most of these nurses, and, and, and I'm not, you know, I'm not judging, but most of these nurses came from Georgia, mm-hmm. New Jersey, you know, mi- Michigan. Money talks. Money does talk. Money because, talks. Because they don't make that over there. Yeah. It's a very low, low income for mm-hmm. nurses. So I started, you know, working on, I, I was fortunate to stay on the same unit the whole time, but I noticed that the nurses were more concerned about 
what they were ordering for lunch. Mm. And I'm like, if this is a pandemic, why are we worried about what we're eating for lunch? Mm -hmm. This should be pure chaos. It should be madness right now. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I watched the news for a little bit because I was, yeah. I mean, I was, that was the time I was still working for iHeartMedia. So we, mm -hmm. the news was on every morning. It right. was like forced in my face. Yeah. And so when we, what we saw as civilians, we saw in the news is like literally, I mean, the numbers just like, it looked like the, you know, the Powerball. It was just like, oh, yeah. here's another death. Here's Did we ever do that for the flu? No, no. Did we do nothing. that for car accidents? Did we do no. that for overdose? Nothing. Nothing. And it's just, it was like the, the numbers just kept rising on the, and we, you know, we saw doctors just like crying and nurses crying and, and just people so chaotic and like mm -hmm. chaos everywhere. Like that's what I saw on the news. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. But then you're like in it deep. Yeah. And you're worried about what we're getting for lunch. They, yeah. They wanted to order Red Lobster. Oh, and I'm well, just making like, $10,000 a yeah. month. I mean, you can, you can <laughs> Shit, afford order the biscuits. For me. <laughs> Give me that crab. <laughs> can I have the leftover yeah. crab, please? <laughs> I'm a peasant over here. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's when I was just like, all right. If there were things going on outside of this hospital, and again, I, I, I was fortunate to have a roommate that was at the shit, shit, shit. You know, she was in the hellhole of Queens and she was, and this was literally the hospital. You saw it on the news. They mm -hmm. were out there all clapping. The the police were out. Firefighters were out. You know, these were the nurses that they were in it and I respect them. There's no doubt. But here's the problem that I had when FEMA did this call out through their company called Crucial Staffing. Um, <clears throat> they basically open up a hotline and what you do is you have a certain amount of time to call in. And if you're the lucky winner, your call gets picked up. Mm-hmm. And I know this because I worked for Crucial in Texas. So I can honestly say this is not hearsay. This is how they this is how they recruit their nurses, right? <laughs> they ask you, how long have you been a nurse? Where are you licensed? What's your specialty? Okay, cool. Be on a flight tomorrow. Wow. There's no reference check. Mm -hmm. There's no calling of an employer to make sure, you know, you're credible. That you're actually a nurse? Yeah. I okay. don't e I don't even know if they I mean, I'm sure they ran my license. But when you're on You'd a plane, yeah. when you're on a plane the ne in the next two hours, how do you really know what was, was taken care of on the backside, right? Mm -hmm. So here's the issue that New York had. You had patient, you had nurses coming in. They're hearing 10 grand, right? Mm -hmm. They're on social media. They're on Instagram. They have flashy, flashy stories. $10,000, if you can be in New York by tomorrow, we'll pay your airfare, your hotel, no transportation required. We'll bust you in and out of your assignment. Shit, sign me up. Yeah. I had nurses that I worked with that called over 300 times before they got in. Now, this is some dedication. They wanted to be there. Yeah. They needed that money. Mm -hmm. I can't harp them. But here's the problem that I had. They were bringing in any nurse that even had an active license. And you're putting them on a floor where they don't have the experience. And I can say this because the girl that I travel with specialized in med surge which is typically going for, break it down for people that don't understand med surge. Say I were to have, you know, a, an elective surgery and I come out, they're, they're going to monitor my, my vitals. They're mm -hmm. going to make sure that I'm stable enough to go home. That's med surge. She was stuck on an ICU floor. For those that don't know ICU. That's pretty that's intense. Critical, that's the, yeah. inten the, the intensive care unit. ICU nurses are usually, they have a lot of experience. Absolutely. You have to. You have to. Yeah. yeah and no doubt. But why am I working with nurses that are from home health? Huh. 
So for example, and I don't, and I'm not going to hype up my position that I, that I played in New York, but most of my patients, luckily they weren't critical. Absolutely not. Were they, you know, bedridden where they, they have comorbidities? Absolutely. But you have somebody on that floor who's only gone to people's homes for the last 10 years. Now, what if somebody coded? Now, what if somebody needed an emergency care? This, this nurse doesn't know how to do it and mm -hmm. it can't falter for that. But why would you even sign up? Mm -hmm. Because the money talks, right? Mm -hmm. So for instance, my girlfriend, she's used to working med surge. They stick her on an ICU floor because they're short staffed. Well, sorry, but she's not qualified to work on an ICU floor. And she spoke up. She's like, I don't know what, I, I don't know this. Yeah. So she got to talking and, um, you know, she's not brave enough to really bring her stories of service, but I think she would, you know, give a lot of, you know, great experiences. Anyway, we met a nurse in our lobby of our hotel who worked with her there. And she would tell us that their briefing on how to use a ventilator was 30 minutes. Stop it. So you have nurses that come from Texas, Illinois, whatever. She happened to be from Texas. Mm -hmm. They got a brief training of 30 minutes of how to work, operate, and manage a life on a ventilator. Mind you, this 30 minutes is chaotic, right? There's shit going on in the hospital. Mm -hmm. There's people, you know, dying. There's people crying. There's emotions and you're supposed to tell me that you listen to that whole 30 minutes of training and now get your ass on the floor and go save some lives yeah i'd be screwing up yeah absolutely yeah. which obviously it sounds like that they don't that's not their best interest is saving lives it's just no. let's just show that we're putting nurses here mm -hmm. yeah i truly feel that that is what happened i think that mm -hmm. they could say well we have the staff mm -hmm. but you didn't have the right staff mm -hmm. and ultimately and i and i and i can say it i've made i've made judgment errors. I've made, uh, you know, medication errors because I've been, I've been busy and you're going to fuck up, but you have these women, you know, men and women, sorry, I shouldn't, you know, gentrify it. Mm -hmm. You have these nurses on the floor. They don't know what they're doing. And, and the main thing I heard is that during the day, these nurses were trying to wing off, you know, the patient from being on the ventilator, get them to, to use their, their lungs again and get them to be on a lower percentage, get them off of it. Yeah. But then you had night shift coming in. There was no communication. So they're upping it. What? So do you know what happens to break it down medically for you? If you're upping a ventilator on somebody who's been winging off of it, you're blowing out a lung. Oh my gosh. And you're killing people. So do I believe that the, the, the refrigerator trucks were there? Yeah. Cause I, I literally have pictures of them. Yeah. I was there. I was in that uh -huh. parking lot taking pictures. But do I believe that every person on that truck had COVID? No. I think people presented symptoms of COVID. I shouldn't say I think, I know, because mm -hmm. my girlfriend literally took pictures of her screen saying, this person has COVID, this person has COVID, because it was up to the NP on shift. Mind you, an NP is a nurse practitioner. That is not yep. a doctor. That's not a resident. No. They had nurse practitioners at the end of shift. It was their role to go in and change everyone either from a negative or a positive status. Nobody's doing that at the end of the day. Mm. So you literally have all positive. Mm -hmm. so they could have died from who knows what, and they're COVID. You know what blows my mind? And again, I mean, obviously, I don't watch the mainstream media anymore. Right. I don't. I it's I don't believe any of it. It's yeah. it's made you to think one way only. It it takes you down one way. But even on the mainstream media, things slip out. 
And the CDC has numerous times, you know, said that their numbers were off. Their numbers were completely wrong. I mean, I think that with the state of Florida, they said it was almost like 100% had COVID. Like, it was ridiculous. And, you know, it's it's been known and it's been out there that hospitals are reporting patients that died in a car wreck. And saying that they died of COVID. Why? Because, and doctors are coming forth. And the thing that blows my mind is like, the minute a doctor questions this, it's like, oh, well. They're canceled. They're canceled. We don't believe them. They're some like loony doctor. But there's numerous doctors that are saying, I refuse. It's unethical. I refuse to put down that this patient died of COVID. Right. Because they didn't. But you, they get an insurance kickback, right? Doesn't the hospital get an insurance kickback? So it was $32,000 if they were on event. Mm. And I think it was 13000 if they were not on event. So oh. why not? If you're broke, mm-hmm. if your corporation is broke. I mean, let's, let's look at New York. And we can say, oh, that only happened. Okay, maybe that happened in New York. New York's not the only state I worked in. I've been it, doing, ha- it happened I've, here in Utah. Yeah, I've been doing this for a year. I have not stopped traveling for a year. There was a point where I didn't go home for nine months because I was on the road. I've seen every state. So you can't tell me it's localized only to a, you know, a corrupt organization such as New York's New York system hospital. No, I'm not buying that. Is it, is it worldwide that there's kickback for this? Absolutely. But if people aren't putting two and together, it's just going to keep going, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I'm fortunate to know some nurses that, that, talk about their experience in New York because I really think that that's how it's going to get out. But here's the issue. You're going to get fired and censored. You're going to get canceled, Mm -hmm. censored, fired. Mm -hmm. And most people can't afford that. It's sad. It is. And for me, you know, I, I remember graduating nursing school and we put our hand up and we took an oath. And in that oath, it says that we will do no harm. I'm sorry, but I will live by that and call me maybe a newbie. Maybe because I'm so fresh well, in, or maybe I just have morals. I'm not exactly sure where the disconnect is in society. Even being a newbie, I would think yeah. you'd be more so to take the money. Yeah. You did all this work. You finally graduated. You're finally going to start making a good paycheck. Yeah. To start paying off your student loans. Mm-hmm. Why would you speak up? So I commend you right now for what you're doing. Because, yeah. I mean, I, I honestly, I could see nurses being like a nurse for 10, 15 years plus and finally this isn't right. This isn't what I'm used to. I'm not going to do this anymore. Um, I've seen videos. I've seen tons and tons of videos of nurses actually coming out saying, this is morally wrong. I refuse to do this. Right. And speaking out. Now, opposed to someone that just graduated, well, I guess you didn't like what, two years ago or a year and a half ago. I'm I'm, I'm amazed that you're speaking out. I really am. I, I lost sleep. I literally was like questioning my character at that point. And that's when I said, no career is worth this. Mm-mm. It's not, you know, do I have a religious background? I do, but I don't think that's my guiding conscious. I think for me, it's, it's you're a good person. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. And I actually, it's ironic that we talk about money because, you know, I got offered uh, a recruiter reached out to me yesterday and they're offering, it's a 50 grand payout. If you, if you, uh, finish out eight weeks in SoCal administering vaccines. Oh my gosh. So two months, 50 grand. That's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. No. Do you believe in the vaccine? No. Why not? Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I want to hear your side. So, I, I've, 
I've spoken my piece about the yeah, vaccine. Yeah. Um, I've had COVID twice. Okay. I'm going to use quotations to say COVID because the, la- the last time I had it, I truly think I had the flu. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm not going to, I'm going to be transparent right now. I don't believe in testing because in, I worked in a facility in California. I will not name names, but me and a friend, coworker, we sent off a tube for testing. Mm-hmm. We didn't even swab anything. It and came you- back positive. And you're not the only one to say this. Yeah. Oh, no. No, I know. I know I'm not. And it happened mm-hmm. a lot in California mm-hmm. because I remember getting on there and I went, you know, took a video to Facebook and I had so many people reach out and they're like, oh, that happened, at, you know, at mm-hmm. this hospital and this hospital. So I don't even get tested. It's bullshit. Yeah. It's I, first of all, you're not sticking shit up back into my brain. They did that to me in New York. And I remember grabbing the doctor's hand. I'm like, you don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. And and one shady thing that I found, I'm going to touch light on this real quick. They started doing the nasal pharyngeal testing, right? When they when this all came out, they went all the way back into your brain to the point where you didn't know to cry, cough, pee your pants. You Holy didn't know shit. what to feel, right? Yeah. So that was the first time they did the testing. Well, then about a week later, you know, they were they were mandating testing once a week, and then the week later they were just barely swabbing our nostril. And I'm like, is this because you either don't want us to come back positive because then you won't have staff? Or is this bullshit anyway? Where does it live? In our in our nose hairs? Does it live in our mm-hmm, brain? Is mm-hmm. it in our throat? Which one is it? That's when I was like, okay, testing's funky. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't buy it. Yeah. Then, again, not gonna name names. At that one um, contract I took in in the Bay Area, I witnessed nurses going from throat swab into their nose. Mm-hmm. Same swab. Hmm. So you're you're gonna tell me that you're gonna swab my throat? And then swab my nose. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> oh my I gosh. Mean, I mean, I feel like I did okay, you know, mm-hmm. you know, grade wise. But I'm like, what? that doesn't even make sense what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. So going back to my story, I don't get tested. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't believe in it. And I, I don't want to be in some database that I tested positive. You're not going to stop me from traveling. Well, <laughs> I mean, the vaccine. Okay, I, I'm not a big believer in vaccines, period. Right, I don't. Right. And I believe that there's more harm than good. Mm-hmm. I've done my research as a mom because I have two little boys. Right. I, I, I've been vaccinated I you know against my will because I was a child. Right. Um, but what I decide, you know, it's, it's my choice what I decide to put in my little boys' body. Absolutely. And obviously I did the research. I did the comparison. It outweighs, you know, it's more harm than good in my opinion. I don't believe in the FDA as either. I think it's corrupt. <laughs> But it's not even FDA approved Correct. and people are lining up to get this and be test subjects. Absolutely. My mind is blown right now. Pregnant women. I mean, I, I will give them, a, you know, they did say we don't advise pregnant women to get this. Mm-hmm. Whatever, loosely. But they're like trying to make a statement and they're having miscarriages. Yeah. So, I mean, just right there. There's a right. lot of other evidence and logical thinking of why I wouldn't get the vaccine. But just right there, I'm just like, my mind is blown that you're taking a picture of getting this and you're a test subject. Mm-hmm. And knowing, and actually the crazy thing, because it's not FDA approved, if something to go, were to go wrong in your body, you can't sue anybody. They are, they, you're they, a test subject. They literally said from the get-go, we're not, you cannot hold us liable. No. That was first red flag. Right. 
Um, <laughs> My mind's blown. Like, yeah, okay, I mean, where I can I line me up? Let's yeah, get it. <laughs> yes. I love being a test dummy for free. Oh, and if I die, my family gets nothing. Right. You know, no compensation. It, it boggles my mind because, again, we got to go back to the nursing world. Right. Because it's kind of the world that I'm in. And the nurses that are virtue signaling how much of a savior they are. I'm like, you should know better because I, I can tell you right now they're not getting full informed consent. These people that are getting the vaccine, if we, they were to truly get an informed consent with every person that they jab in their arm, people would say no. But they're not getting that information. Mm-hmm. By law, you are supposed to be given a pamphlet with every adverse reaction that's listed. They make these. Do you think people are reading fine print? No, I, no, I don't. Clearly. I don't. I don't either. Yeah. But if you have to incentivize a vaccine... So uh, the last place that I worked at, I actually took a picture of it. It was a board in their in their room. And it was like, if you get two doses, you know, the one, two, you get a $200 bonus. But if you, and then below that, but if you opt out on taking the vaccine, you will no longer qualify for crisis pay. Wow. So basically, fuck you if you don't get it. Mm-hmm. Because if you get sick, you're on your own. Mm-hmm. We're not going to help you out. So yeah. if you contract COVID at work, we're not in, we're not going to pay you out, and you're also not going to get crisis pay for working through the pandemic. I'm like, how are people even getting away with that? And you know, th- we can go back to red flags about this vaccine. We've never used an mRNA vaccine mm. ever in the history of vaccines. There has never been an mRNA vaccine. So why are we using it now? That's a good question. And why are we using an mRNA vaccine during a pandemic and during basically no trial? I mean, I think they did, I don't want to quote numbers, but they did a small study, right, before they released it. But I'm sorry, that small study is not the millions that are getting it. Now, for people that are listening right now, explain Mm -hmm. what an mRNA is. So I don't like to dive too far into vaccines because I'm so anti that I don't even give a shit. Well, I am too. Yeah. (laughs) So mRNA, mRNA, from my understanding, it's a basically it's a different type of protein. And it's what's going to happen is it it fights your body. So people can get an autoimmune. People can basically not there. What I think is going to happen with mRNA kind of kind of recodes your DNA. So that's we're made what, up of DNA, correct? Yeah, and that's what I heard. It yeah. actually modifies your RNA yes. and DNA. Yes. Okay. So it's like a, a code mm-hmm. that's getting injected into your body. And from from what I've read is that it will eventually attack your own immune system or it's not going to attack the next foreign invader. So what's going to happen if you do get the flu mm-hmm. or the next virus? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not going to have the right makeup anymore because it's just going to be attacking. It's alternated. Yes. Your DNA mm-hmm. and RNA. Right. Now, do I think that the babies are going to come out with two heads and all of that? I don't, we don't know. And I think that's the part that worries me is that I see people posting their Vax cards, right? Freaking, oh my it's gosh. It's so weird. It's stop. <laughs> Stop doing that. I'm sorry. It takes me back to Nazi Germany. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it reminds me of Willy Wonka when what? they get like the gold, you know, like yeah. their admission. They're like so proud of it. I'm like, no, it's weird. Stop. <laughs> Stop Have doing it. Have you ever done this? Like, do people no. go when they get the flu shot? Fuck it. Say, I got the flu shot. When like, you what? finish around a chemo, do you post that you finished? I mean, yeah, I, you know, it's, 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 it blows my mind. Do you, when you go to get a pap. Do you post that you got a pap? No, but I'm going to start doing it right. because everybody Fuck else yeah. is fucking like, do Okay. <laughs> hey, guess what? And I'm going to do it with my legs spread open. I'll yes. be like, I just got the pap smear. Yeah. Everything's clear. <laughs> Please give, <We're> gonna- <laughs> give me kudos. 
praise me, please praise me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so bizarre. Mm-hmm. I say all the time we're living in the upside down because yeah. it's bizarre. It's weird. Mm-hmm. And I'm just happy that other people think that way because <laughs> there's a, and the thing is there is so many people that think this way, but we, we are so highly censored. We don't see it all. Yeah. And so we just auto- automatically assume that people are, everybody's getting the vaccine. Yes, we do. We randomly see people getting, you know, t- showing a picture of them getting the shot. Yes. But I think the majority are starting to wake up. I mean, yeah. at least I hope. I feel like they are. I, I feel do, like people I, are starting to be like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Something's not adding up here. But here's the scary part. You know, I've had people kind of tell me their way of justifying is, oh, well, I felt fine like two days later. Hmm. What about long-term side effects? That's We're not going to see that yeah, for years no. to come. So for me, I'm 31. I don't have children. Do mm-hmm. I want to have children one day? Absolutely. Are you going to put something in my body that potentially affects me having children? Yeah. Hell no. I don't even get a flu shot. That's population control. A hundred. Girl. <laughs> That's like. <laughs> you know, my mind's gone yeah. there. I, I, I literally posted that on mm-hmm. Instagram because mm-hmm. they, I, I follow this feed that has over th- a thousand people posting about how they're bleeding after this menstrual cramps bleeding a hundred and two year old woman here we go what's the okay 39 year old mother dies after second dose of the vaccine this happened in utah so this was that's a really hard one for me because i knew of her you oh really yeah so we go to the same hairdresser and i'm really glad you brought that up because i think that it does need to come to surface. And the amount of media attention that that story has got is actually... It's nothing. It's not, but if you follow some uh, social media accounts with very large followings, they're posting it. New York Post... New York, uh, The New York Post posted it. New York Times? No, or, the New York Post. Oh, the New York Post. Yeah. Okay, because I was like, New York Times does not... No, no, but it is getting a little bit more... It's getting the attention that I never expected it Sad to. Sad thing. I've only seen it on like Instagram. I have not seen it. Really? I mean, I know I don't watch the mainstream media, but I kind of like... I'm in and out, you yeah. know, but yeah. I, it would have been talked about. It's yeah. only going through like Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Well, KSL's been crickets. Isn't oh, KSL yeah. one of the biggest... You well, know, news sources of Utah. Oh, yeah. They're crickets. I called them and, out. And this is a Utah woman. Yeah, I call. I, li- I don't post a lot on Instagram because I get taken down so quickly. It's like, mm-hmm. why even put time into it? But yeah. I made a post about her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tagged KSL and I said, shame on you. Yeah. Show this story. It's a 39-year-old. So we shared the same hairdresser. I went okay. to high school. I went to high school with her. And she reached out to me when this happened. And, and you know, I don't personally know Cassidy. You know, rest in peace. It's a terrible situation. But here's where I have a really big problem with that story. If you read, you know, I think Fox put it out or KUTV too. And in the story, you know, we don't have Cassidy's words. We don't. We have her family talking for her. Mm -hmm. But it states in there that she got the vaccine because work made her. Which is, Here's the thing that I cannot, whoever is listening, whoever hears this, it is not a mandatory vaccine. If I as a nurse do not mandatory, I don't have to get it. As of right now, thank the Lord, it is still up to me if I want to receive this. Mm-hmm. It is under the emergency use code. You don't have to get it if you don't want it. But this woman felt pressured. Mm-hmm. And I get it. Because I was getting on my last contract. I was getting, I was literally getting shit because I didn't have the vaccine. Mm-hmm. They were doing like a rollout and they asked people to go out. And I said, no, thank you. I'm okay. And I got treated differently. So I can only understand how she must have felt. I think she was like a surgery tech or something along the lines. And so I can understand the feeling of you don't want to be outcasted. 
you don't want to feel that you're not included anymore or you're going to be treated differently. I think for her, she wanted to travel. She had mentioned to my hair gal that she wanted to not be restricted with traveling. Well, and the airlines are starting to. Oh, yeah. There's I mean, already a couple of airlines that are saying if you're not vaccinated, you can't fly with us. Right. Not the major ones yet. Right. But they're. Right. I have well, a feeling it's, it's going to work its way there. A hundred percent. I mean, and so I, I just want people to understand that under under emergency use, you do not have to get this vaccine. It's not FDA approved. It's not. Do your research. Be vigilant. Know what's going into your body. Because if I am 31, I survived COVID twice. I'm not healthy. I drink I drink often. You're drinking a white cloth right now, for fuck's sake. <laughs> right. You're so unhealthy. And, and I've had no water, and I've had a Red Bull today. But Shit, girl. How yeah, are you still alive? Great. And how I are you still alive? Girl, I don't even wash my hands after what the bathroom. Are you building up your immune system? It's so weird. Oh, my gosh. I, does anybody know what an immune system is anymore? <laughs> yeah, right? Like, <laughs> damn. You know, we used to drink, like, four locos back in the right? day. I'm like, if I can survive that, then shit. Bring on COVID. <laughs> right? I used to eat fucking Top Ramen, yeah. fuck's sake. <laughs> and spam jungle juice back in yeah. Col- yeah hell yeah you know it's just i feel that people are so misinformed and i mm-hmm. think that's what drives me insane is that the information is there but nobody wants to do it and we were stuck in our homes for a year mm-hmm. and yet nobody wants to question anything <laughs> you know it does blow my mind and it's sad that we put so much trust into government that is so money hungry Money talks. It's in all the movies. I know you assholes are all watching these movies. <laughs> it is. It's like yeah. you pay someone out, they're going to do something, you yeah. know, criminal. Yeah, 100%. How, I mean, how does this mentality go away all of a sudden when it's the government? The government right. is the most criminal I know. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But I mean, I, I can't fault these people because, at, you know, I was in New York and I, I mentioned to you earlier, I stopped watching the news when I was in New York. Mm-hmm. I was very much like, oh, no they would never hurt us. You know, I was very much in that aspect. And then I would leave the hospital and I'd go on the news and I'm like, wow, they're making it look like we're in war. They're making it look like a war scene. Oh uh, yeah. And I turned that shit off and I was like, okay, I'm done. And I have not turned on the news since then. It literally, I don't care. I don't care if it's right wing, left wing, middle. I don't mm. care what it is. The, the news is not going to tell you what's actually going on. No. They're not. Uh, yeah. And it's better for them to form a narrative and we follow it. And I think a lot, and like you said, I think a lot of people are waking up to that. I think they are realizing that, okay, this doesn't seem right. The thing I'm worried about is how many people have to get hurt in the process of that. Well, they're incubating people that don't even need to be incubated. Yeah. There was a nurse that was um, on the front line, just kind of like you. She was there a little bit, I think longer. I can't remember her name, but she had a podcast out. I could only listen to it when I copy and pasted this certain link and put it in this cer- certain browser because she was so highly censored because she was in the muck of it and she was there for like over a month and they're inc- she was speaking out and saying that they're incubating people that don't even need to be incubated mm-hmm. and, and it's just, it was killing people. They weren't dying of COVID. They're dying of isolation, mal- isolation malpractice, everything. I, I can honestly say in my year of traveling, do do I think I ever saw a death from COVID direct? I don't. What I saw was decline. Mm-hmm. I saw individuals with dementia and they were secluded and they were moved from their, their, their residence and they were put onto my unit where I had to shut the door on them for 12 hours a day. That was just my shift. So 24 hours a day, their door was shut, window shut. If family came to visit, window could not be open. How are you going to tell someone 
I'm sorry, you can't open the window right now because you might spread COVID. Are you kidding me? This this person is, no logic. Is, is 85 years old and she could she just wants to see her family. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell my patient, I'm sorry, I can't open the window. I know you're hard of hearing. Mm-hmm. You're not going to understand what they're saying through a window. Let me go ahead and put a phone up to your ear. But I'm sorry, if I open that window, I'll lose my job. And you're in completely like, you know, gown, yeah. shield, mask. Yeah. You know, goggles. Oh, I cut that shit off a long time ago, though. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> you know, let, me, let me pull this curtain. Yeah. You know, this is yeah. going to protect you, this one little, like, well, I, curtain. I, I have flat out told people that I work for, I said, if you want me to work on your on your unit, I'm not wearing an N95, and I'm not wearing a surgical over that, and I'm not wearing goggles, and I'm not doing all of that. I've had COVID. If you want me here, I'll work for you. Mm-hmm. If not, tell me now that this is a problem and I'm out. Well, they obviously needed me. So for me, the hardest thing is not the COVID. Mm-hmm. The thing for me is that, sure, did COVID affect people? Yeah, I, I but I was discharging 100-year-old people off my unit mm-hmm. because they were beating it. They were yeah. getting hydrated. They were getting you know sent back up to their original location. A hundred year old people are fighting, are be, over, overcoming this. And I got 20 year olds up in my DMs telling me I'm, I'm stupid for saying that. Yeah. I'm like, if you don't wear a mask, you kill grandma. Yeah. Love that one. Yeah. It's my favorite. You know, but if you go <laughs> ask a grandma right now, hey, so, so my grandma is in, in, in California mm-hmm. and I don't see her very often. And when I was working in a, a town about 20 minutes away, I, out of respect, I said, hey, I'm working a COVID unit, but I'd like to see you. She's 82. And I, I gave her the option. Do you want me to come around? Do you want me to visit you when I'm on my on my off days? And you know what her response was? And this was back in June mm-hmm. 2020. When it was hot. Yeah, it was it was heat. I mean, yeah. it's still hot in California. It's never going away. But she said, <laughs> Michaela, <laughs> yeah, Michaela, I love you. I want to see you. I'm 82 years old. Yeah. Anytime I get with you, I want it. And if and if God feels that it's my time to go, whether it be from COVID or whatever may come my way, I'm right with I'm right with that. I and I that. and I want to be with you. That's awesome. Yeah. And go you grandma. Know, yeah. And she's, you know, she go she's out in town getting her hair done, doing her grocery shopping. But I gave her that option. And I'm fortunate to have a family that's very on board with the same beliefs that I do. But I can understand how this would break up families. And I can I understand am. how this could come in and, and and I've seen it through my patient's family. Mm-hmm. I've I've unfortunately had to witness you know, people passing alone. And again, I don't believe it's from COVID. I think they had pre-existing conditions. But the biggest thing for me is that I was isolating people into a room and I was telling them as basically a three-year-old, you can't leave this room. That kills people. You know, oh, you know, according to to KSL and according to Fox, there's no increase in overdose or suicide or anything in Utah. Well, that's weird. Because I've had three friends pass this year from suicide. Oh, it's been, it's at the highest. It was the at highest. the highest in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my sister's a, a therapist up in Ogden mm-hmm. and her and I were talking last night and she's like, all I see are kids cutting again. Oh my all, gosh. Cause she works with, yeah. you know, elementary children. Mm-hmm. And I said, so, so don't you find it ironic that the news is not reporting that? She's like, this is the most depression and suicide that I've seen in, in the, the many years that I've done it. 
when you take when you isolate people and you sorry my dogs are just freaking getting ratty <laughs> but when you when you isolate people and you take away their family their friends it does something to the mind the mind is so powerful and when you believe start believing that you're sick and that you're not going to get better you die like you, your mind controls everything 100% and the government knows this 100% they know what what does it do when everybody's out wearing masks mm-hmm. it's it's a a form of being submissive. And isn't it weird? It's fucking like, so weird. I mean, I'm considering I've traveled, you know, in different states I can compare, but in California, nobody talks. Nobody, it's it's dead silent in grocery stores. I'm not asking you to come up and have a conversation with me, but shit, smile. Mm-hmm. And, you know, California is tough because it is a very liberal area and it is a very, you know, mm-hmm. go by the go by the book, let's not put politics aside, but California is very masked up. And I won't do it. Good for you. I'm not going to do it because here's the thing. I get treated better by the workers. I, they talk to me. They open up a conversation with me. How's your day? You know, what are you, you know, how are you doing? And I'll walk in in my scrubs. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And if I get shame for being an anti-masker, I'm fully with it because I just, this fi- is nothing new for me. It's such a freaking know? circus. It's like now we're, we're told to double mask and now oh, it's God. like you get the vaccine. Just wear a fucking bag over your head. Right? <laughs> like fuck say. Like now it's like, oh, but I, I've had COVID before. Shouldn't I be, you know, yeah. shouldn't I be safe? Right. Or I've had, I've been vaccinated. Shouldn't I be safe? Why do I still have to wear a fucking mask right. if I've been vaccinated? Like none of right. it makes sense. The whole thing is just not logical. It's Abs- just, it blows my mind. Not. And you know, and I've, I've, uh, in the year 2020 and now up in, what are we in March? I've been on 27 flights. So I've been back and forth zooming everywhere. Yeah. Right. So I pick up on shit. Mm-hmm. The other day I'm, I'm in the, um, God, where did I believe we like, where was I? I don't even know where I'm at half the time. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, I was in Oakland. Okay. I was in Oakland. I lay over okay. in Oakland. Uh-huh. And you know what I found ironic? The what? overhead speaker typically says, uh, in order to prevent the spread of COVID-19, uh, please, you know, jur- or no, it said in order to re- reduce the risk of COVID-19, mm-hmm. you know, social distance, whatever, they take out the word COVID-19 now. What do they say? It's just to reduce the transmission of germs. They don't even mention COVID-19 anymore throughout, oh the, their, throughout the airport. Gosh. It's just stay six feet away to prevent the spread of germs. And I'm, you know, I'm walking around no mask on. And I remember getting on Facebook and I'm like, wait till these people find out that we're all germs. Mm-hmm. We're made of germs. How Our body. We have an immune system for our a fucking bo- reason. But here's the thing. Our body is a germ. Mm-hmm. So you see these people out sterilizing everything. Mm-hmm. Lysol wipes, you know, they hand you the little wipe when you get on a plane, they wipe down everything around them. Do these people not realize that that's how we thrive? Mm-hmm. You have to be introduced to bacteria. You have to to get dirty. I, I don't know about you, but I mean, I'm a 90s baby. We're out in the dirt. Oh, yeah. I was putting shit mm-hmm. in my mouth. Yeah. Um, picking my butt. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was a exactly. dirty little kid. Let I, your kids play in the dirt. It builds yeah. their immune system. That's what I was told. Yeah. When I when I got chicken pox, mm-hmm. my mom put me in a bathtub. She put my sister in the bathtub. She put my cousin in the bathtub. So you all just hurry and get it over with, right? It's, it's called natural mm-hmm. immunity. It's mm-hmm. a way that you... It's called like natural acquired immunity. Yeah. What we learn in school. Mm-hmm. That out <laughs> 10 times better than artificial immunity. And that's what we're seeing now with this vaccine. Mm-hmm. We're taking our God-given immune system. We're wiping it out and we're saying, okay, well, let's fully rely on just a vaccine. Yeah. What is that going to do to us and in that's the long where, term? That's where we're screwed. That's what you need to be questioning. Yeah. 
what is it going to do to your immune system? It's going to, it's going to weaken it. It's going to make it weak. And then what, what happens when you have an, a weak immune system? What now? Mm-hmm. And we're it's, supposed to, and we're supposed to rely on the government to tell us what, yeah. what to do now. Why is no one talking about eat a healthy diet? Take by so exercise in, in the beginning. Um, at one of the the buildings I worked for here in Utah, they their protocol was vitamin C, D, and zinc. Mm-hmm. If a building here in Utah knows that, why is the government not advocating for that? Mm-hmm. Those are those are supplements that you could be taking. Do I think that we take them all of a sudden? There's a pandemic. No, you should be taking these every single day, mm-hmm. regardless of mm-hmm. the situation. Should you be working out? Yeah, you should. Should you be eating right? Yeah, you should. So where? Where is the government telling us to do those things? Well, because there's no money in that. If we cure it ourselves, I mean, then the yeah. pharmaceuticals are going to go down. 100%. Do you know what I mean? It's the same with chemo. Like, don't even yeah. get me started on that. Oh, well, I mean, at least, you, at least you feel that because uh, I, I agree. I think that there's, you know, I have a friend battling chemo in California and or cancer and, and went through radiation and chemo. Mm-hmm. And they use natural supplements. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but there's no money. No, and and, no and I do agree with that. I do think that there was such a push for a vaccine. If you look at how much money they got for this vaccine, why would they want that to go away? Mm-mm. And I think the way that they could push out the vaccine is to rule that nothing else worked, right? Mm-hmm. Of so course. So hydroxychloroquine was, oh no, Trump said it. It's definitely not going to work. So yeah. let's brush that off. Of course. Even though you had how many doctors come forward and say, I'm using it. It works. Let's use it. It's- what happened to those doctors? Do you remember some, it was Dr. Gold. Oh yeah. I, uh, I shared her video. She's still oh, out there. There's yeah. a petition to sign. Yeah. If you go, I think it's frontline doctors. Oh, what yes, was it? It is frontline doctor. I think that's all it is. Is it front dot, is it dot org or dot com though? Frontline doctors dot org or dot com. You can go sign the petition and um, they're right now. I think there's a petition to sign is they're trying to pass uh, the vaccine to be mandatory. In a lot of places. And so they're trying to make it to where it's like, you don't have to mandatory, like, or you don't have to take the vaccine. Americasfrontlinedoctors.com. Okay. American yeah. or Americasfrontlinedoctors.com. Yeah. Go there, sign the petition. Yeah. I love Dr. Gold. Oh Absolutely yeah. Love she her. did a seminar. It's like a 50 minute seminar. I think everyone I showed up. It was like a Ted talk or something, or of course mm-hmm. they would not let her do an actual Ted talk. No. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, only Gates is designed for that. So <laughs> that has no yeah. medical experience, <laughs> yeah. but all of a sudden Gates is like the face of the yeah. vaccine. Yeah. What? I, that's, that was my biggest thing. I'm oh like, this guy's gosh. not even a doctor, but oh. Hey, let's let him tell it. You know, it's yeah. you guys, if you can't see the true agenda at this mm-hmm. point, Biden gets on TV for the first time in, you know, 50 mm-hmm. some odd days, whatever. And his whole speech was vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. Mm-hmm. And if we're good little people, if we behave, if you do well, mm-hmm. maybe by the fourth, you could have a small gathering. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> I don't know about you, but last fourth of July, I was drinking and hanging out with oh. my family and friends. And that's not going to change. Exactly. Last fourth of July, I had a big ass party in my yeah. backyard. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And uh, I broke my ankle. My best friend, <laughs> she broke, she, she tore her ACL within 20 minutes of each other. We had a great time. <laughs> yeah. By the so, way, you're invited this year. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> you know, it's just like you have people like praying to these people Mm. tell me what to do next tell me what to do next yeah that's not the country we live in Mm -mm. i don't know who needs to tell you this i don't know you know if you just slept through history but we fought to get this Mm -hmm. and i'm not seeing anyone fight back Mm -hmm. and you know who i am seeing fight back yeah women 
Yeah. Well, because guess what? Yeah. It's affecting our kids. And when you yeah. when you when you mess with mama bear yeah. that has kids, yeah, you better just watch. But even watch the, out. but even then, a lot of moms are scared. So mm-hmm. so I don't have children, obviously. Mm-hmm. And but I will speak up because mm-hmm. I have nieces and nephews that will be affected by this. But not even that. I have a lot of friends who the, that personally DM me and they're like, "Hey, could you talk about this? Or could you bring this up next time you go on a rant?" basically asking me to voice for them because they are scared that they're going to be pushed out through their community in California. I have many friends in California that feel that if their community heard their true opinion, this breaks my heart because it's like the minute one person starts speaking up, whether you know it or not, it's going to be a domino effect and then they're going to see you be brave and then they're going to be brave. Everybody needs to speak up. I mean, even if you think that you're not like, no one's going to listen to me. I don't have a huge following on social media. Doesn't matter. Just share what your beliefs are and your thoughts. And other people are going to see that. And they're going to be like, oh my gosh, Janice, she spoke up. And I'm going to, I'm going to do what she did. You know, don't be scared. Like this is what happens when like people are scared and then shit happens. And then you, then next we know it, we're, we're giving up all our rights. Yeah. And, And we're already there. Yeah. And, and that's, I think that's the thing that scares me is that I'm scared to bring children into the world. I'm not going to lie. I don't blame you. I I'm, used to want more kids. Now yeah. I'm like, I'm scared. Or I have two younger boys and I'm already scared now. Yeah. But that fuels my drive. Yeah. That is why I will continue making my Facebook accounts. Mm-hmm. I have, I have a, a, I have a decent following. You just keep adding me. Cause I'm yeah. like, I don't know which account to follow. And I keep saying, you're not following. I'm like, I, I know. know I'm friends with her. What's I know. going on? I have people write me and they're like, seriously, this is like the fifth time. I was like, yeah. And there's going to be a six, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, I don't give a shit. What do yeah. I have to lose? Yeah. You know, people, I've had people reach out and they're like, don't go, don't go public with, with what you know. I'm like, why not? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, aren't you scared about losing your job? No, I'm not because that's not what I took an oath for. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, and and I feel for the people that feel that their career is their title. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure you can relate to this, Oh yeah. but we get so fixated on who we are at work or our title or, or or the the initials behind my name. I don't give a fuck Mm -hmm. if at the end of the day, I'm miserable. So I got offered that that contract, right? And and my friend asked me, like, take the money. If people are lining up for the jab, just take it. Mm-hmm. Take the take the job. I'm like, I will not inject that into somebody's arm. I don't care what amount of money it is. I don't care how great it looks. I don't care if it solves all my problems. At the end of the day, if I knew that I was putting something in, into that person's body and they went home and they died three days later, yeah, that's on me. Mm-hmm. That's me that has to live with that. Yeah. Sure, I didn't create the vaccine. Sure, it's, you know, but I was willingly helping that person. Mm-hmm. And I, I won't do it. Good for you. I won't. And I hope other people start to follow your example. And a lot of them are. Uh, I'm fortunate that, you know, there is a there is a big group of nurses that I now associate with through, you know, other contacts on social media. Mm-hmm. And, and it is a big group, but they're not as vocal because it's not it's not popular. You know, it's Mm -hmm. not popular to be outspoken. It's not popular to say what people don't want to say. And I have received backlash for that. I've lost my best friend last year. Um, I've lost family members Mm -hmm. because of my views. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I sleep fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's on your head if you're not sleeping good, not me. (laughs) Yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't lose anything if these people don't want to be involved, but I think we have to stand up for something. We have to. Well, I, I commend you, Mac. I think it's awesome yeah. what you're doing. And I, you know, keep going. Don't stop. Just keep yeah. going. 
My question to you is now, where is your career going to go? <sighs> Savings, baby. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Hey, uh, you're in my predicament. <laughs> what? Are we in the same boat? You know, I, 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 I'm going to say something. I don't want to sound weird, but my gut has been right since last January. Okay. My intuition has been very right throughout this. And um, I, I didn't. I didn't spend any of the money that I've made. I mean, obviously, you know, I had to pay my bills and whatnot, yeah, yeah. but I was, I was smart. And I said, I'm going to tuck everything that I possibly can, because I do feel in the event uh, come what's happening, mm-hmm. they will mandate this vaccine. Mm-hmm. They will. Yeah. And it's I, moving that way. Yeah, I will not be exempt. Um, if I want to go back to work, I know I'm going to have to get it. Or if I want to go to a concert, I'm going to have to get it. Mm-hmm. And I financially prepared for that. So right now I'm chilling. Um, like I said, we just launched this clothing line. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it makes me millions, I don't care. But I want women to rock a shirt and feel empowered. Like I, I rock Grunt Style. I don't know if you heard of them. Shout out to Grunt Style. But they have like shirts out there. I wore it to the airport in Oakland and it said beautiful badass. And it had like 1776 on the side. And I got so many dirty looks for wearing this. Oh my gosh. And I came home to Utah and I told him with my friend here who mm-hmm. runs the other line. Yeah. I was like, we got to do this. Yeah. And I literally, like, I have a crop coming out that says, get fucked. Nice. Because that's how I feel. Yeah. And am I Christian? Yeah, but I'm a cussing Christian. Right. You know? I'm right with you, girl. <laughs> do, I'm I'm right believe, with you. do I believe in God? Absolutely. Do I yeah. have a personal relationship? Absolutely. But my opinion is you can right. get fucked. You can. Because I'm not taking this vaccine. And if mm-hmm. it comes down to whether or not we go to the store or whether or not we can do this, God's already got our back. Mm-hmm. That's already in, in preparation. Well it, it's already laid out in front of us. Open up a Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, and a lot of people will deny that. And I know it's a touchy subject to go into religion because, you know, everyone has their, their views, but I wasn't made for this world. Yeah. This is not my end goal. So I'm going to keep doing the right thing. I'm going to keep talking and I'm going to keep cussing. <laughs> I love you already. Uh, I uh, love you. If I could sell some shirts <laughs> in the meantime. <laughs> I fucking love you. You know, we're going to get you back on this podcast in like a month or so. We're going to talk about like what's going on in your life. Yeah. How everything's yeah. going for you. I absolutely love it. And if there's yeah. anything that I can do, obviously, to help you. Yeah. Because I, you know, I, I always feel like good people find each other. They really do. That has like, been like-minded my people find each other. Yeah. And it's just like. I, how the fuck did I get connected with this yeah. person? But it it all comes back full well, circle. Well, I think it's ironic. Uh, I drove from Sandy to go to Price. What? So what, a two-hour drive? Yeah. And you drove from Lehigh. So yeah. really, it's only like a 15-minute difference. Yeah. So we both decided we're going to take this hour and a half, hour, 45-minute drive to watch yeah. it. Because Eric had been asking me for a while to go. Same here. But I, yeah. tra- I was traveling so much, mm-hmm. I wasn't home. But I felt, I was like, I got to go to this. I got to go. Well, it's so funny that you said that because earlier that day, I'm just like, fuck, Price, you <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, I've never even been there. I don't yeah. even know where it was. Well, you blink and you miss it. Exactly. So, and yeah. so I'm just like, gosh. Yeah. And then he was like, yeah, I don't know how many people are going to show up. I'm like, oh, maybe I should just wait and go to like one that's a little bit bigger. Right. But I'm like, you know what? No, I was, you know, he asked me to go to this. I'm going to freaking go. I'm committed. Yeah. And I, for some reason, just got pushed out the door. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same. I I woke up that morning. I was in the middle of moving. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I recently moved out of my place here in Sandy, and you know, I'm just kind of floating. I'm like the family gypsy that literally. <laughs> my sister's like, "What state are you in today?" I was like, "Girl, I don't even know. I'm just, you know." And yeah. I'm, I'm fortunate for that. You mm-hmm. know, I'm fortunate to be able to go around, and I I have 
people that are kind of watching my move as to what state I'm in. So I'm really hoping that I can take the opportunity to talk to California is hurting. California yeah. is lost. You know, they're, they're in lockdown. I, to this day, I still can't eat in a restaurant. You, <laughs> well, I, 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 I drove by oh Chili's last gosh. night. It's like, it's like dead. It's like a freaking... Yeah. It's just, it's deserted. Yeah. I mean, I went, I literally was at the stoplight last night up in Ogden and I saw packed chilies and I was like, wow, I never thought that this would be so cool to see. Mm-hmm. It, but, but that's how far we've gotten, mm-hmm. you know, and my, my, my friends are so impacted in California. Their businesses have closed up. They're, they're, they don't, they don't know how to homeschool their kid and then make a living. And mm-hmm. I think that's where my passion comes from because it's like, if you all just talked and went to, you know, the appropriate parties or just got out there and said something, I do think that there's an impact that we can make. And mm-hmm. like you said, even if you're following a small, my, my following was nothing. Mm-hmm. And then I started talking and I, I had people come out of nowhere and they're just like, keep going, mm-hmm. keep going, like keep speaking, keep talking. And, and of course it gives you, you know, this, this empowerment feeling and confident, but I never realized how much people needed that. Mm-hmm. So well, you just never know who you're going to touch. No, you really don't. It's just don't. like, if you're passionate, whatever it is, yeah. like put it out there, yeah. put it out to the universe, put it out to whoever. Like, don't ever like, that's what life's about is share your passion with others. Mm-hmm. And those like-minded people are going to pick up on that and they're going to help push you up. Yeah. They're going to help give you that momentum that you need. Yeah. I actually had a phone call with Eric two weeks ago. I was mm-hmm. in Palm Springs. I was depressed. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm leaving this contract. I'm walking out. F you. And I think he could sense that in one of my Facebook posts. So he calls me mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he talks to me about, you just need to ask God to open up the door for you, whatever it may be. Let him decide. Mm-hmm. You have a bigger, you have a bigger calling than what you're giving yourself credit for. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I gave it to God and I ended up leaving my contract. I walked out a week early. And um, <clears throat> since then I've been approached by four different companies asking me to help market, help get out their product. Wow. I came home. I'm drafting up a, a, a clothing line. Mm-hmm. Never thought I would do that. Right. You just never know where it's going to lead but you. But I know I'm going to be okay. That's awesome. And that's all I can go for. Right on, girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, I sure appreciate you being here and taking Thank the time. Thank you. Yeah, you thanks gypsy. for letting me talk. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's a controversial subject. It is. You know, and me me saying, oh, I'm a nurse and <clears throat> this is how I feel, that puts a, that puts a threat towards me. Of course. <clears throat> but... I am who I am at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Take my license, you know, whatever you got to do. Right on. (laughs) You're awesome. Absolutely love you. Is there anything else you want to say? No. I I think you said it all. Keep doing what you're doing. We need it. We really need it. We're going to need it more. Amen. Yeah.